0: Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkett. Today's podcast is with Trinity member Sally, who's lost over four stone and dropped over three dress sizes in her 60s. She's now 65, she's full of beans and able to keep up with her two young grandchildren, but it wasn't always like that. Before starting Trinity, she had a long career living in London and the weight had slowly piled on over the years and at her highest, she was over 16 stone and a size 20 energy and confidence were at rock bottom, and she was suffering from high blood sugar and pre-diabetes. A move from London to France was part of a new beginning for Sally and her husband, who were looking for a new, healthier life. And that's when she joined Trinity for the first time back in 2017. And she had some great results. She lost well over a stone, but then her husband fell seriously ill, and she took a step back whilst helping him through his recovery. She then rejoined Trinity in December 2021, is now at her lowest weight for decades, and she's enjoying being back in all her favorite clothes, and she was recently at her daughter's wedding and she was showered with compliments about her weight loss. What's more, she's no longer pre-diabetic and her blood sugar is perfect and her doctor can't find anything wrong with her. So in today's podcast, Sally reveals exactly how she did it even in her 60s and how she overcame many of the speed bumps along the way. So let's get right into it, sit back and relax and welcome to today's episode. I'm here today with Trinity member Sally, um, who's lost over 27 kilos, so well over four stone on her fitness journey. But first, Sally, I want to rewind a little bit to give a bit more context to those people who are listening who don't know so much about you. So I always like to start with the blind date question. So I'll channel my inner silhouette black, black. So if someone said, Who are you? Where do you come from? What would you say to that?
1: Um, I'm 65 years old. Uh, i've spent most of my life in the uk but i've been living in southern france for the last seven years and i work as a freelance copy editor so i work for
0: do. i'm very jealous of living in southern france as well (laughs) i think it sounds so exciting so you've kind of started with trinity back in 2017 so this is a really interesting interview because you had kind of two spells one when we were still kind of figuring out exactly what we're doing as a company, but you still saw some pretty good results. And then more recently, um starting again in the end of 2021. Yeah. So let's rewind to the the very start then. So where were you at? I think you just moved to France. Is that right?
1: Yeah, we've moved to France about three months before um, I'd, I'd lost some weight quite quickly. Um, mainly doing things like I started on Weight Watchers, but didn't like that. I did low carb, low carb worked for me, but it wasn't sustainable. You can't live like that, especially in France, you know, bread. Um, and so I was looking around for something that would give me a bit more of, um, an overall lifestyle approach because moving to France was a big part of changing our lives. We came from London, we had busy lives, we were both self-employed, so there's all the financial stresses that come with that, and living in London is very busy and stressful. So we sold sold everything, moved to France in the country, and Thought okay, well, how can we reinvent ourselves? And losing, for me, losing weight was a was a big part of that. I'd got to the point where I just bought a pair of size twenty trousers, and I and I've got actually still got a photograph of myself in those trousers, which is one of the few photographs of myself from that time because I didn't take photographs. I've still got the trousers, I put them on now, and it's like you know those pictures where you can fit two people in them. Yeah. It's like that. Um, but I'd that frightened me. And also getting a bit older. Um, I was in my like 50s then. Um, and I didn't want I didn't want to be old. You know, you see people kind of shuffling around and And not able to move, not able to enjoy themselves, and part of moving to a more relaxed lifestyle was that theoretically we didn't have to work so hard because we didn't have all the mortgages and everything that that you know you have to pay for um, and so that we could enjoy life, and I wanted to be able to enjoy life, and for me, losing weight was was a big part of that. So I, I, I was trying to remember how I came across Trinity. I actually can't remember, but I did find you guys. And um, even in the early days, there was a tremendous sense of community of, you know, we were, I think we were Trinity tribe then, weren't we?
0: Yeah, that was it. Um,
1: and it was, you know, we were all in it together. And um, it was very much a group of like, minded women. And you guys who are honorary women (laughs) (laughs) will allow you. Um, And I, I had some pretty good results, actually. Um, So I lost the second third of the weight. Um, Then my husband got very ill. um, And I had to step back for a while. Um, He was in hospital for three months um and had to learn how to walk again and all sorts of things um and I stopped focusing on me for a while um and it actually took me a little bit it took me a couple of years to get back to a position where I wanted to do this again during which time I'd put on a bit more weight um so that's when I came back to Trinity in twenty. Twenty, whenever it was, twenty
0: twenty one, December the first. I've got Twenty twenty
1: one. Oh yeah, after go we had COVID. Everything gets mixed up. And...
0: Oh yeah, it's a blur. Isn't yeah.
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know where I was. Um, by which time, I'd also been diagnosed with um, osteoarthritis of the spine, which was another reason for wanting to be more mobile, lose more weight, get fitter, um, because a lot of it comes from being sedentary. I have a sedentary job, I can't help it. So I really have to make an effort to move. Because otherwise, you know, you count your steps at the end of the day and you're lucky if you make 1,500, Yeah. Um, so Trinity was and still is the only thing I've found and I've tried that actually works for me. And that's a lot to do with the knowledge that you guys have. Um, and also um, the coaching and the continual support. I tried doing it alone and I can't, you know, I just, I don't have the discipline in that area of my life. I'm finding deadline meeting deadlines for everything else, but um, looking after myself, I'm not that good at So that's where you come in.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I'd say, I think you have that external accountability with those deadlines. Mm you're a copy editor right you're you're given deadlines there's someone else who's expecting the work at a certain time yeah. that's a really good point you right whereas when you're trying to get fit on your own there's no one else involved and I find people are more likely to do something for someone else than they are for themselves weirdly even though we know we need to do it we know it's healthy mm. uh, without that accountability is really hard
1: yeah it's easy easy to find excuses not to do it
0: there's always a reason, right? You know, work's busy, it's too hot, whatever it may be. Um, mm. So you've seen some pretty incredible results. Then. So you said you're your biggest, you have those size 20 trousers. Yeah. What are you wearing now? 14. Amazing. So significant.
1: And, and I can pretty much go into a shop and buy a size 14 and know it will fit. Um, there are some shops where I would still need to breathe in a lot, but... Um, m- most of the time, size 14 fits, which is, which is great. Cause I've got a whole wardrobe I can go back to of stuff that I used to have. Um,
0: and you were saying it's not, you know, just before we started recording as well, you were, you were a party you said recently and people were noticing as well. It's not. Yeah.
1: I mean, my daughter got married this year at our house. So we had a house full of people I haven't seen for ages um and everyone said to me my god you've lost weight i mean really incredible um and how did you do it and, and all the rest of it and people are not terribly willing to to say that these days they they don't like to comment on your weight because they think you might see it as rude um but i i liked that um it was it felt good because you can you can see it in yourself when you when you look at comparison pictures but when you're losing it especially if it comes off gradually you don't notice all of a sudden you might wake up and think you know gosh that that pair of trousers or something is really really loose um or i you know i need to go and buy some more underwear because i've got nothing that fits um but yeah you don't do much for my clothes budget you guys um but but for other people to notice is is a real motivator, and makes you makes you realise quite how far you've come, actually.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it's a lot. You know, you've put in a lot of hard work over those years we talked about, and there was obviously that bit in the middle where your husband was ill. But it's, I think it's nice to get recognised. As much as you said, it's a bit taboo now, always to mention if someone's lost weight or not. um But it's not really just about the weight. Is it? I think it's about more than that. I don't know if you agree.
1: Muscle really, really quickly, um, and it's been quite interesting to talk to people. And, and they say, "How do you do it?" So you, you, you say, "Part of it was was resistance training," and they say, oh, "You know, I can't do that, I can't lift weights." And then, and then you explain it. I love it. I enjoy lifting weights, and you know, I, I mean, I only lift. Uh, deadlift 14 kilos but I started off at full kilos you know Um, and I'm only little so that to me that's an achievement and and they they understand these days I think they don't do anything about it but they understand that that's what you need to do Um, and I've got both my daughters they're in their 30s they're doing resistance training now um, because they don't want to lose what they've got at the moment um, so I am, um, um, before I, I, joined Trinity, I was pre-diabetic. I'm not anymore. Uh, my blood pressure was high. It's not anymore. Um, I used to get breathless walking upstairs. Fine with stairs now. Um, I used to hardly walk at all. Now I'm doing 10,000 steps a day. Um, I'm doing four workouts a week. I am putting the effort into myself um, because I want to be fitter rather than because I want to lose weight. And I think that's, that's an important way for me to think about it because there's, there's, you know, I've got little grandchildren. I want to be able to, you know, enjoy getting down on the floor with them and, and running around with them. And I look at um, my um, granddaughter who is 18 months old and she will squat naturally. She does a perfect little squat. And I think God, I can't do that. You know, I wish I could. I used to be able to. Yeah, I'm a bit too stiff these days. But I, 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 you know, I'm a lot less stiff than I was, and a lot less stiff than I would be if I didn't do anything.
0: And you know? I love that that focus on. We try and have you know have everyone have this realization at some point people tend to sign up because they want to lose weight and it's totally understandable and losing weight will make you feel better and you know more toned and have more energy because you're not carrying around so much weight and improve those markers like blood pressure or um blood sugar levels but then that shift for the reason why you're doing it now to be fit to be healthy i think is so important to keep it going longer term because you've done this you know this time around for 20 months and, and then all the rest before as well. You've done this for a long time. I, mean, I don't think anyone can keep going, just focusing on, I've got to get to that weight for that event or anything like that. That that always has an end date, whereas having energy for your grandchildren, you know, that's that's gonna be necessary for a long time. It
1: is, hopefully. Yes. But actually it's interesting how Trinity um, has had an impact on other areas of my life, particularly on focusing on the stress side. Um, I am much more organized in the way I sort out my work so I can get big projects like sort of, that's going to take me four months and that can seem quite overwhelming at the beginning, but I've learned to break it down into sections and then break everything down into what I can do each day. I know how many words I can edit each day. And I will write that into my, my calendar. And I don't always hit that, but that's my target for the day. And that helps me feel like it's, it's a manageable project. So it's, it's day by day, rather than thinking you've got four months to do this. And that was something I I learned from you guys. Um, And the, the whole stress management stuff I've been doing with, with Laura um that has helped me realize areas where the stress is, is affecting everything else like my sleep um and the the possible ways to get around that um because if you don't sleep you don't do anything else well so it's it's not just it's not just weight, it's not just fitness, it's, it's the whole way you approach life. And also, it's made me more adaptable. Um, we, we have a, a big house bought deliberately. We have five kids between us. And we wanted to have somewhere where they could all come at the same time. And sometimes they do. And, you know, in the summer, the house turns into Party Central. So you've got friends, you've got family, you've got, you know, all sorts of people coming in and staying and they're on holiday. So, you know, we have good food, we go out for meals, you know, they they want to to do what they want to do. And it's taken me a long time. I cracked it this summer. I've maintained this summer. But other times I have put on weight over the summer because of that. Um, and I had to work out that in the same way that I accommodate other people. So somebody will say, I don't eat mushrooms or I don't eat nuts or whatever. I'll accommodate that. I'll do what they want. I don't do it for myself. You know, I don't say to them, oh, well, okay, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to drink because I don't want to drink too much. I do that now um i'll have maybe one or two drinks if we're out i don't drink otherwise um but it it's a whole shift of mindset to get around to doing that for you to looking after you in the same way that you look after other people and i think that's something a load of people struggle with they're always you know women are always looking after our families we're not looking after ourselves
0: definitely and what what do you think helped make that shift then because it's kind of like a sort of people pleasing mentality which i think again like you said is it's kind of rife in female population especially Mm. kind of programmed you should be trying to please and help everyone else and what do you think you know was it stuff that you did with laura was it realizations you had on your own like what made that shift this year possible for you
1: um uh, it was definitely talking it through with laura but also realizing that if i wanted to get to my goals then i had to put i had to put the effort in for myself in every area so there was no point working hard for six months of the year and then for the other six months of the year slacking off with a good excuse there were people here and you know you wanted them to enjoy themselves you did it's it's partly not wanting to make them conscious of what you're doing not wanting to stand out so you want to fit in with everyone else and I, I and i i don't need to do that anymore and that's taken me a while to get to but that that's part of prioritizing myself and learning to prioritize myself in getting the workouts done getting the food i need helps me to prioritize myself in in every other area so it's it is a mindset shift and thought transformers have something to do with that um the coaching has a lot to do with it it's it's i probably should have got to that realization before now but it you know i got there in the end and it's it's part of the overall Shift in making me a, a not a better person, but a better person for me somebody who looks after me better in the same way that I would look after everybody else. Um, I, a lot of that's come from confidence. Um, I, I mean, you know, I can stand up in front of people and, and give talks, and um, I'm a historian, I um, give lectures occasionally, I can do that. But I don't, in a social situation, I'm not as confident and I don't want to be different. So it's easier just to fit in with what everyone else is doing. But I think the older you get, the more you realise that that's not actually important.
0: And I think it's, it's also years of habit, isn't it? Like 30, 40 years of trying to fit in with yeah. these people. You know, it takes a bit of time. Like you said, maybe you should have this realisation sooner, but again, it's, years and years of habit, you're actually kind of unwinding and and rewriting the rules for yourself using all these different tools and building your confidence. Like it's always, it's never really one thing. And did you have, did you have some perception of, because there was was probably some fear as well in like, I don't want to say no to that thing because I don't want to make people feel bad or I don't, or they might like, it might be an awkward situation. Did you have some preconceptions about how that would go and did it go as expected and you powered through or did people react differently
1: i expected people to um to be difficult about it to to say oh why are you doing that actually they don't care you know um they're perfectly happy to to say what they want to say oh i don't want to go out this afternoon or um i i want to spend time doing this they don't care they're there to enjoy themselves um so they don't care about what i do either
0: and i i usually say like if the I person mean... does care that's quite strange like it usually says something about them right as well because sometimes you'll have a friend or someone mm. a friend i'll do air quotes like who does get really offended going like oh i because i was speaking to someone um who's much earlier in the process they were in their fourth week of the program this week and they said one of their friends was getting quite annoyed because they they weren't having a dessert anymore with their, when they go out for dinner and they always have done that together. And that friend couldn't kind of deal with that disconnect. But I think it does just take, I said to them, it takes a bit of time for people to also get on board with like the new you because they know, Sally was this and they expect this from you. But now they're starting to see it, yeah. it, it can take six months, 12 months for people to kind of accept, okay, this is how you are now. People people generally don't like change in my experience. Um, and it takes them a while. So you sometimes you just have to push through. So I'm sure there's yeah. a bit of time in there as well.
1: Yeah, probably. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it, it's sometimes difficult with the drinking being in France. I mean, wine everywhere. And yeah, I mean, everyone drinks. No. These days, not everyone drinks, but the perception is that everyone drinks all the time. And we have friends who literally do drink all the time. You know, they're, they're never without a drink in their hand when you see them. Uh, so moving to a situation where you are maybe having a glass of wine, glass of water, glass of wine, glass of water, or not drinking at all, I thought was going to be quite difficult. But actually, people accommodate it. They understand. And I think partly having lost the weight, they then understand because they can see that that might be a contributor. <clears throat> it so having something sort of visible in front of sure. them yeah. that is what you're doing um, but it's, it's funny I was saying to my husband the other day that I don't just feel lighter because I've lost the weight I feel lighter in spirit if that makes sense so you know th- things have sort of lifted in my mind and I think that the weight of other people's expectations has probably gone, which is quite a nice place to be. And that's part, I think that's part of confidence.
0: That's really, I that wasn't actually what I was expecting you to say. So <laughs> I get it totally. But I think, yes, yeah, so, it's a really interesting point because I, again, I speak to a lot of people early in their journey to check it. It's all going okay. And a lot of people say before they started, they were obsessed. All they were thinking about was food. And that's also really not a fun way to live all their weight. So they're just years of worrying about what they're eating and their weight and the pressure of that. But also, like you said, I hadn't even thought of the other one of people's expectations and trying to meet them and worrying about what they think. Years of that really grind you down, I think.
1: And also worrying what you look like. Um, It's why I never used to have photographs taken. And actually the wedding this summer, there are loads of photographs of me. And I actually, I like them. It's it's the first time in a long time I've been able to look at a photograph and think, yeah, all right, that's all right. Um, And that there is there's a perception in your head that other people look at you and think, no, she's fat and ugly, you know, Um, because that's the way you look at yourself, and you don't like yourself. And you have to get round to a point where you like yourself for other people to like you and and I think i'm getting there i i can I can look at myself in the mirror with not very much on and not go, "Oh my god you know I still there are there is lots of things I'd improve, but I can actually look I can take the photographs that we take every so often. And I can see a visible improvement, and that makes me feel good, you know. And that makes me want to carry on, B- because it's not easy.
0: And I think it's also important to have all those other wins as well to stack up, so it's not just the visual, like all mm. well, the weight. Because um, I know, for me, on my own journey, initially it was like visual. I was very weedy teenager and it was all about how I looked in the mirror and it, you get to a point where actually it's not very you know you've, you've you've made all this progress but you're still judging like you said there's this bits I want to improve I don't like my calves or my ankles or, for me or my you know, my arms still don't look the way I want to and that's a pretty miserable way to live but I yeah. think when you then start focusing on other things so like like you said you've got you've increased three and a half times in the strength you're deadlifting in terms of the weight lifting um, all the steps you're doing. You've know, you you've been also stacking up all these other wins so that you can go, my body's capable of all of this. It's not just a, a number on the scales. Mm. You know, I'm also running around with the grandkids. I'm also able to do all of this. So why don't you share, share? because I, I think we talked about before we started recording, what are the other kind of wins you've had recently?
1: Um, I'm on my 37th day of a 10,000 step streak. Um which, considering I was doing an average of five thousand before i 'm quite 'm quite pleased about um i've lost a total of three dress sizes, so i've gone from a size twenty in some things to a size fourteen yeah um i've trying to think what else um, health wise my doctor can't find anything wrong with me. I think he tries. Yeah. Um, the osteoarthritis I've I've always got, mm. but it doesn't bother me anymore. Wow. Um, I can I can do whatever I want to do. I can go out for a walk. I can climb a hill. I can I can um, keep going with other people. Um, and I don't, I don't feel my age, um, I don't want to feel my age, but I, I, I really don't, um, and hopefully, you know, keeping fitter like this will, will help me carry on not, you know, sort of... Declining into decrepitude like like you can um, and you know it's it 's been a difficult year well i've had a difficult few years, but my mum died this year, and that sort of brings you up short a bit mm. you know because it is a intimation of mortality. I was able to see her before she died um, and that happened just. Before my daughter got married, sort right. of months before. So we had kind of, you know, really sad, really happy.
0: Yeah, right next to each other. Um,
1: and ah, making me cry. Um, but I've managed to to keep going through it and not sort of use that as an excuse to to get depressed and dissolve into, into you know, feeling sorry for myself. Um and I've, you know, we've got a lot, lot to look forward to. We've almost finished doing the house. <laughs> we've just taken a long time and we can actually enjoy living in it now. Yeah. I've got a bit more weight to lose. I'll still be around for a while, yeah. But I really couldn't have got to this point without, without you guys and Laura.
0: I have to apologise for the timing of the doorbell going off. This is working <laughs> from home. <lovely. laughs> Hopefully Lucy will answer it. Um, yeah there we go but yeah I want to talk about Laura so obviously you've had a tough year um, with lots of hires as well um, but you're, you know, you've had that coach working with you for the past 18 20 months or so how has that helped like, what's, what's been the significance of having that coach do you think through the journey
1: just having somebody A to report to but be to talk to those 15 minutes once a week. I really look forward to them because um, I know that she'll be supportive, whatever, whatever the result is, whatever I've done, but also she's, she always comes up with suggestions. She always comes up with another way of thinking about it that I hadn't thought of um, and it, it keeps me on track in a way that just having email support wouldn't. Because there's a big difference between actually having to talk to somebody than having to email. You can hide in an email. Yeah. You can't hide in a 15-minute conversation because they'll know. Um, and she has such great ideas and she, she always comes up with yeah, we were having friends over for dinner and with a particular set of of um, requirements, and she came up with the most brilliant ideas for what to give them that would suit what they wanted, but also not be too um, uh, damaging for me. Yeah. Um, and with the stress consultation, she really knows her stuff, so she's been able to pinpoint. Quite possibly where my stress is coming from in terms of um, being able to sort it out so that that um, I, I get IBS, but my IBS is not diet related. I've done loads and loads of trials of different foods and blah, blah, blah. it's not diet related. It comes from stress. And so we've managed to pinpoint together um, the times when it happens and the times when it doesn't so that I can see what's triggering it and I couldn't see that by myself Mm -hmm. but talking it through with her has helped me to see it and then we can work out what to do about it so she's she's been brilliant
0: it's so common that IBS you know is is stress induced I get Mm -hmm. it my dad also has it um and stress as well but it's very easy to have these blind spots, I think, isn't it, on your own? When you're busy, you've got your work deadlines, you've got family asking for things, you've got people staying all summer. Like, most people don't have time. When you're 20, maybe, and, you know, you, you, your life's quite simple, I think you can have the time to figure this stuff out. But as you get older, life gets busier. Yeah. Even though you've moved to France to try and have a watch your life, I'm sure there's still plenty of things going on.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I work for myself. Yeah. Um, and... I I have a busy job, I have a successful career, but that comes with being busy. And it's also unpredictable, so that sometimes you get three people ringing up at once and saying, can you do this? And I have a rule that I don't turn somebody down down twice in a row. So if I'm busy, I will turn a job down. But if I turned you down last time, I won't turn you down this time. And that can get me in some awful situations (laughs) of having, you know, too much to do at the same time. Um, So so it's kind of seeing a way through that and managing that and having light at the end of the tunnel. Um, And not having to think so much about me and how awful I feel about myself actually helps with that because it allows me to focus on other things to have the the headspace which is not feeling sorry for myself um which then allows me to get other things done more effectively it's i've only just thought of that actually so uh, that but that's a definite switch because you know you know how you you ruminate on if you've got a problem with yourself you know you uh, and, and it, things are not going so well, and, and, and you, you feel like you're not getting anywhere with it. That takes up all your headspace. You can't think about anything else. Um, so, knowing that there are, there are things I have to do, there are strategies I've got to get them done, that sort of frees me to get on with everything else. It's like getting the steps done. If I don't try, I, have, I, I do maybe 1500, 2000 steps. I've done 10,000 steps for the last over a month. And I had to figure out ways of doing that, ways of getting that into my day. So even though I work at home, I walk to work. So I'll go out 15 minutes one way and come back and that's um, 2000 steps. I do that in the morning and I do that in the evening. So that's the equivalent to walking to work and it gets me 8,000 steps in. I don't have a glass of water on my desk. If I, every hour when my watch tells me to stand up, I'll go to the kitchen, which is the other end of the house, get myself a glass of water, walk back. So I'm, I'm moving. So I know I'm going to get my steps in. So I don't have to think about it. I plan my food at the beginning of the week. Every Sunday, I plan. And I can do it in three quarters of an hour now, because I do it so often. And I don't have to think about what I'm eating. So I've got time for other things. I get up in the morning at seven o'clock, go and do a workout. By the time I come back from my workout, there's There's a cup of herb tea sitting on the on the bedside table. I can look at my emails I can then go and have a shower i can you know I can then get back into waking up slowly <laughs> um, but the workout's done don't have to worry about it, but those are all strategies that it's taken me a heck of a lot of time to come up with um but they they make my my life easier and so there's less stress and so that the whole thing is much easier to manage, much simpler to manage. And how do
0: you feel? So you've got that sort of almost morning routine now, which sounds really healthy, like getting outside, doing a moving, doing a workout. How do you feel when you come to then starting your work day?
1: It, it gives me more energy than, um, than just going from breakfast straight to, to the de- to my desk. Um, I did worry that I wouldn't have enough time that if I took those blocks of time out of my working day that I wouldn't have enough time to get everything else done. But actually, because I then go straight into working rather than faffing around after breakfast, um, because I've been able to think on my work, on my walk, I've been able to think about what I'm going to do. That's my thinking time. And then I go straight into working. So actually, I'm just as productive, if not more productive, as I was. But I've got everything else done as well. It doesn't always work. You know, sometimes it's raining and, and you know, that throws everything out. Or we've got an appointment first thing in the morning or whatever. But most of the time, it, it helps to have the habits uh, and to just follow them. I know you always say it's like brushing your teeth. You know, you just get up, you and that's one of the things you do. You brush yeah, your teeth. Yeah, you don't
0: think about it. No. Now, but when you, I remember my dad making me brush my teeth and me not wanting to, and for like years that was a thing. So it's the same with these habits. Once you've established them and done them for long enough, which can take quite a while with fitness habits, yeah. can really going by the research three quarters of a year sometimes. Simple ones like brushing your teeth might take a lot less time then you now have that default habit to fall back onto, you know, you might have a day as you said, where you've got a doctor's appointment or it's trenchantly raining and you know, just don't, don't feel like it, but you know, the next time it's not raining, you're going to go out and do it again and you're going to feel good. So you've got kind of a system now that's working for you. That's yeah. your system. And I think this is something we always try and come up with for with everyone is we have a, Basic structure that people follow, as you know, inside the program, but then it's about figuring out what's going to work in your life and your system that's going to work for you. And everyone's is going to be a bit different. So, yeah, people don't need to necessarily copy it, but they can take inspiration from the fact there is some sort of routine. Someone might have to get up at five to get their thing in, or do the work at the end of the day, or do it at lunch. Everyone's got a different system, but it's what makes you feel good.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, and and I'll admit I don't have the pressures on me that some people do. You know, I don't have young kids. I don't have elderly parents um, who who I have to look after. Uh, my sister does that, fortunately, for my dad. Um, but um, you know, every everyone has their own pressures and their own their own stresses that that they need to find some way of dealing with, and that's that's how I deal with mine. You know?
0: Yeah, definitely don't play it down. Your results have been amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's been a you know you've you've worked hard, and it's been a long journey and where are you looking you said you're not quite achieved all the things you want to achieve yet what are your goals
1: now i've got another 12 kilos i want to lose to get down I'm, i mean I'm, I'm now down to um just being overweight rather than being obese and that was actually a big milestone um but i'd like to get down to normal bmi um so that would be another 12 kilos um uh, but i I want to carry on getting fitter um, other than other than the 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 weight loss goal. I actually don't have a goal at the moment, which is probably something we need to talk about um, but um I don't want to stop um i I keep being told. You're right. I kept being told before I had visible evidence to shove in people's faces that, oh, you're old, you can't, you know, you're all old. you're older, you can't, you're not going to lose the weight, you know, people post-menopause, you don't know, lose the weight, it just stays. But well, you can, and I want to, you know, and um, I know that I'm older than most of the people you've got on the programme. Um, But I don't. I don't feel that that should stop me or hold me back or you know I'd like to still be lifting weights in my 80s. (laughs) Um, I remember having a conversation with you a little while back about about why both my parents were stooped Mm. sort of like this um, because of the osteoarthritis which is in my spine I didn't I was worried about getting like that. And you said to me, I'll guarantee your parents have never lifted weights. And that's true. They they wouldn't even have thought about it. But um, I think people are much more aware of the need to do it now. And, and to just carry on you know, living in a healthy way and eating well. And we don't have much of a problem with eating well in France. Um, the, we grow a lot of our own food, the food is fresh here, the, the meat is good, we buy it from the farm. Um, you don't get a lot of ultra processed food here, it just doesn't exist.
0: No, Europe, certain areas in Europe are so much better than
1: it's it's coming here. You can you can go into some of the supermarkets in the bigger towns and you'll see a lot more processed food. But it looks horrible. Because they don't in, in the UK they dress it up to look nice. Here they're a bit more prosaic about it. And you know, it's it's just there because you need something to eat at the end of the day. So it's less attractive. Um but um I I think that the the overall trinity approach of eating healthily as well as eating to lose weight is is much more um, is 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 much healthier for people than you know you sort of um, if it fits my macros I can eat it Um, and it's it's the way we eat now and we'll carry on being like that.
0: And last question then, you've obviously, you've got a lot of experience with Trinity. Um, You're coming on a retreat next week. You've been on the first ever retreat as well, but for someone who doesn't know anything about us or just like, you know, just listening to the podcast and things and things that they're thinking, is this for me? What would you say to someone who's kind of on the fence?
1: I would say, give it a try um and i would say that it's very it's very difficult to tell from the outside what you're going to get out of it but the community is incredible and that's a lot about what makes it successful but also that you guys really do know your stuff the knowledge you have you and ben is quite phenomenal um and it's it's grown over the years as you've specialised in the areas you want to specialise. You will go away and you will find out stuff. And that's and you'll also bring in experts that also know what they're doing. Um, and the amount of wisdom available to us, even in the coaching calls every week, is is very, very valuable and you put so much effort in, you put far more effort in than, than some other sort of similar programs in, in terms of putting effort in personally and making yourself available to us. So I, even though it's expensive and it is expensive, and I think that that is one, that's certainly one of the things that initially put me off, the investment is worthwhile ten times over because you will get so much out of it, but you have to put so much into it to get stuff out of it and it's not an it's not an easy program, but then it shouldn't be so that i th- I think that when I say give it a try, you have to give it a while. you have to do kind of at least the first three months probably more and you have to be prepared to do that because if you're not then it's not the program for you sorry that's not exactly selling it is
0: it but um i think it's important for people to hear this though. Yeah. like people i speak to people after four weeks right and they they often are very pleased but not by the things they would expect and so then some people have lost i think the record's like one stone eight pounds which is insane but most people have not lost masses of weight because they've built muscle they've changed their body composition but it's the other things you said i think that are the quicker results of finally feeling like something's going to work and they're not going to have to worry about this for the rest of their life yeah. um it's, and we tend to have people
1: it's not a quick fix no and people want quick fixes but this isn't a quick fix this is, and it, it also it's not just a diet or it's not just fitness it really is a lifestyle um and so it's 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 something that will will pay back what you put into it
0: and that's why we're called trinity transformation It's to, we want to transform every area of someone's life it's not trinity weight loss yeah um but it takes a little bit of you've got to get the initial fitness results and then <clears throat> be empowered to do all the other things the amazing things like you're doing And
1: I also I also would say, as somebody who is way over 40, that that the the fit over 40 thing is, is, is great, because that's the women you're aiming at, but it doesn't stop at 40, 50, 60. And it is still something that people would get something out of, even if they are, you know, past 60.
0: Yeah, it's really important. And I think it's one of the reasons I wanted to have this conversation is because you're 65 and you're doing amazingly and people start to lose muscle and fitness from 30 naturally. So if you didn't do anything, you can be 65 and people can feel 80. You can be 65 and feel great. And sharing your story has been really amazing today because people can hear there is hope. You know, I don't have to have pre-diabetes and high blood pressure and all of this stuff. And like you said, just the rhetoric around menopause or around age is often not very helpful saying oh you can't do it anymore you know you're postmenopausal. there's no hope yeah and you've just proved <laughs> that's actually nonsense but if you, if you hear that all the time people believe it and it's kind of really frustrating yeah but as i said you've shown you've shown today obviously and with all your amazing results that's not the case and you can keep going for. But... You know, fit over 40 was never meant to be fit over 40 just in your forties but i think sometimes yeah. it get misinterpreted as that so we to have to tell some people sometimes no you can be 50 you can be 60 you can be 65 it doesn't it doesn't end like the approach we use will work hmm. maybe if you're 75 80 you might need to do a slightly more gentle training program but the rest of it will still work forever
1: yeah
0: so Sally, i know you're super busy um so i just want to say thank you so much uh, for taking the time to join me today really really appreciate it
1: thank you it's been a pleasure
0: and i'm sure everyone will be really inspired to hear it follow um, following your footsteps so thank you again and obviously see you next week for the retreat in yeah. crete
1: look forward to it
0: so thank you for listening to today's episode of the trinity podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows and also please leave us a quick review it only takes two minutes We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of
1: the Trinity Podcast.